Hey everyone, I'm Brian. One of the things I really like about this podcast is that it's about real people with real stories. I like the mix of monologues and interview style episodes, and yeah, it's just easy, inspiring listening. There are coaches, authors, comedians, and all kinds of engaging people on here sharing helpful and useful stuff about life. This podcast is supported by Our Solutions, a UK based mental health charity that provide a range of services. If you're looking for an audio engineer, check out audiocrisp.com. So boredom has always held a very negative connotation, and I'm sure you would agree with that. It's associated with doing nothing and some think that would maybe drive you completely up the wall if you did it for long enough and children tend to use the word more frequently than adults as the older we get the more responsibilities we accumulate having less time to do nothing however many adults also experience extreme boredom to the point of bored to death perhaps however as I sit here pondering and actually thinking about being bored, I can't help notice that I rarely have the chance to be bored. So for the sake of this episode, I decided to give myself some time to do just that. And that is literally nothing. And you know what? I have to admit, I really struggled to achieve this state of mind where there was complete inactivity, idleness and that's because my days are usually jam-packed. It's just on the go, on the go, on the go. After a period of time, it made me feel like I was wasting my time and that I could be trawling through all those things I had to do on my to-do list, endless tasks to the point of maybe overthinking when I had nothing to do as well. Furthermore, it was really tempting to reach out for gadget which for this task I placed somewhere completely unattainable so that there was absolutely no chance of me reaching out for my phone or iPad or laptop, any of that. On a separate occasion, I gave myself more time to experience boredom in a different kind of way. This time I just lay down on my bed, gazing out the window whilst doing absolutely soddle. And you know what? It was a much more pleasurable, useful experience whereby I felt like I miraculously achieved something in a really weird way. I had uh, managed to shut down completely for a while and then I sorted out a few things that had been maybe burdening me and then I kind of used it as an opportunity to like file certain thoughts away and become clearer as to what I had to do so yeah there was a period of doing nothing now this may all sound a bit bizarre but actually there's a fair amount of knowledge out there now about not allowing enough time for boredom in our lives could potentially be damaging. So when I was younger, I recall there being plenty of moments when there was nothing to do. But now it seems impossible, mainly due to the fact that you can always reach out for one of your gadgets and you can start reading something, you can just start listening to something on demand or just trawl through, you know, Pinterest, search engines, so many different things. I grew up in an age when um, social media was not dominating our lives as it is now. And I'm, you know what, truly thankful that I was able to have that childhood free from social media. I had real friends that were never measured by the number of likes, but instead they were forged over time through real conversations. Um, I absolutely detest the liking culture, be it 
we are all roped into it in some form or shape. The recent Netflix program, which has been quite a hit, The Social Dilemma, that many of you may have um, heard of or watched by now, it's raised the fact that young people have less time to be bored due to the never-ending addiction of being part of the so-called posting and liking phenomena, which is linked to release in the feel-good hormone dopamine, making it a horrifically vicious circle leading to disengagement from society and hooked to the social media activities. Having said that, we all depend on platforms and require them these days to reach our target audience to obtain that competitive edge. So once this episode is complete and ready to be published, I'll be doing just that, distributing the episode on social media platforms. I'm not going to let anyone judge my work over a two second period. So it's such a crazy thing when you really think about the childish nature of liking, but I'm really glad Social Dilemma has raised that. Going back to boredom, Boredom has been um, understudied until fairly recently. Not that long ago, scientists undertook this research and they put a group of people in a really isolated part of the world for a space experiment which simulated the isolation that future space travellers might experience in order to see how boredom would affect them. And in fact, they all said boredom was the biggest challenge. So one side of the theory goes that boredom is good for us because it could bring about our more creative side as a result of a restless mind, which makes us more hungry for stimulation to then be able to think outside of the box and to invent, innovate, or simply discover a more efficient or disruptive way of doing something. An experiment undertaken on children whereby parents took away all options for kids and basically gave them nothing to do found that they eventually invented some weird, wonderful game to play with from a cardboard box or whatever they could find. So boredom is our brain's way of searching for an interesting, stimulating activity. I think if anyone has ever observed children between the age of two and seven playing, you will most certainly witness this and observe that this finding is quite accurate and evident. However, those children that have been given gadgets from a young age and haven't been given the chance to be bored will most likely struggle to use creativity as easily in that sort of situation where there is lack of content or play material. So boredom has been defined as a feeling of weariness, restlessness, and researchers have found some people are more prone to boredom than others. So let's just quickly visit the term boredom. One of the earliest recorded uses of the word boredom is by a Roman poet called Lucretius, who died in 55 BC. So he writes of a man who leaves one house because he is bored, only to reach another that finds he's no happier there either. Boredom became a popular idea in Victorian England when writers such as Charles Dickens talked of the upper class as bored to death by their wealthy lives. For around 3,000 years of history, boredom has been part of what it means to be a human. Peter Tohey, a professor in Greek and Roman studies, who has written a book on boredom, says, It is good to be bored because it has spurred humans to do better things. It challenges us to more creativity and imaginative work. On the very contrary, Eric Fromm, a psychologist, wrote that boredom is the biggest source of aggression and destructiveness. Destructive behaviour includes anything that harms others or the self, so boredom can prompt bad behaviour ranging from crime to overeating and allegedly more depression and anxiety. It is claimed that once boredom sets in, it is very hard to get out of it. That is why youth unemployment and crime are often linked to statistically speaking. 
boredom, drinking and gambling also have a strong correlation. So which one do we believe? Could it be that boredom is a time thing? A small amount of it could be effective and good for us, but when left for a longer period and unacknowledged, it could become harmful and toxic. Well, this is certainly my interpretation of all the research that is out there and scientific information about boredom. Interestingly, data shows that global productivity has been on a downward trend since the mid-90s and in some countries growing at a rate of a snail's pace. And I know this because I used to teach economics and I can't help make the link between boredom and productivity because could boredom have anything to do with this drop in productivity we experiencing as a nation and not just as a nation internationally um, productivity is considered to be the most important area of economics and yet one of the least understood its definition is basically output per hour worked and productivity is a major factor in the economy to grow and therefore increase standards of living. It's a reason why a worker to today makes much more than a worker a century ago. There's one study done in 2010. It was undertaken by IBM looking at 1,500 CEOs across the world. And they found that creativity was the number one important leadership quality. It was found that the work warrior culture now promotes productivity at the expense of creativity. But could the two actually be linked? If there was more time for boredom, this could potentially ignite the creative juices, so to speak, and therefore increase productivity. Or could it be that our poor productivity is due to more distractions, such as surfing on the internet or lack of sleep, due to more stimulation or other factors altogether? Or it could be a combination of all of those. So some of the principles of economics, such as labour market and division of labour, are based very much on the concept of boredom. And it states that too much division of labour and specialisation would lead to boredom. So if a task was too specialised, the person would be undertaking it in a repetitive manner and then eventually reducing themselves down to boredom, which would make it inefficient. Perhaps one can say that there is too much variety in jobs these days and too little boredom these days, resulting in less productivity. Um, and that is a bizarre, bizarre thought because all of economics is based on productivity through some specialization, but not so much that there is boredom. Could there be a lack of creativity due to a lack of boredom in our jobs today? Perhaps we've got our fundamentals of economics completely wrong. Variety is meant to reduce boredom and thus make us productive. But recent research is saying that we need a little bit of boredom um, in order to be productive and creative. I certainly recall a time when I was younger and an intern um, for a really well-known conglomerate with many different divisions and very specialised roles. As an intern, a junior, basically, essentially, I was given one of the most mundane jobs you could ever imagine. It was a combination of filing and data inputting, a typical bottom of the pile sort of job. After some months of undertaking this role and feeling at the end of my tether with boredom, I decided to speak out and say that I was becoming completely demoralised with the nature of the work. I was then gladly moved to another department where the job was much more engaging, creative and varied and it helped me get on with the day-to-day -day of it. So I know a boring job repeatedly conducted over a period of time can certainly take its toll. A different job which I had a similar experience with was during a work and travel experience and I was traveling through a really agricultural region and the only 
work that was available was farming. So pretty much everyone was involved in doing some kind of farming work. And the options were incredibly limited. So I took on a role in a banana factory sorting bananas by their size, which was big banana and small banana. And my friend and I, who were doing this job together, were dying of excruciating boredom. And the only amusement was the odd possum, snake or creepy crawly that landed on the, on the factory line, which then caused a bit of alarm and chaos for a short period of time um, and a bit of amusement. But one thing I had to remind myself is that although I found it boring, I didn't hang, out, hang around in that role. People, there was no other choice of work. And some people did this job for months and years, despite the boredom factor. And that was due to lack of options and choice of work in the local work economy. So they would have had to find some stimulation in doing these mundane tasks. So going back to the topic of boredom, how do we beat the boredom blues without constantly reaching out for our phones? Um, suggestions. One, get involved in something you're really passionate about. Start learning. Two, become a volunteer for an organisation that fits your beliefs and outlook. Three, take up a hobby and try to become really good at it to the point where you may be able to enter competitions, baking, art, gardening, chess, language, whatever it is. Boredom can be turned into mindfulness. Um, and I believe the people that were doing this um, work in these factories for years and years and years would have resorted to doing their job in a really mindful way to get through their day and a lot of chatter and other banter. Always see the positives in a bit of boredom. Being mindful of being bored can be a positive experience and help you declutter your mind. Um, stop getting bored on your phone. Looking endlessly at what other people are doing will bore you further, not to forget about bringing on maybe a bit of anxiety. So use it for inspiration, but don't stay on it for too long at all. In a nutshell...